Sour grapes or an inconvenient truth. Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 29 through 30 is going to be our nightlight in just a moment. We are Redeeming the Time Brothers podcast, a podcast by Gene Kissinger and Norman Kissinger, two brothers who spent their lives in ministry and raising large families. Our desire is to provide a digital place for those who long belong. And as always, we want to leave a nightlight on for you. The purpose of these nightlights is that we might provide a rapture-ready body of believers when Jesus Christ comes back to catch his own away and execute judgment on this lost and dying world. Most of the devotions that I give to you are meant to be a kind of encouragement to boost your strength, to uh, encourage you in hope. Uh, Tonight's is a little more correctional, a little more directional. It is about... uh, what I see going on in the culture and what I see going on in a lot of lives of a lot of individuals that I love and care for. And so God's put it on my heart to speak about it. Can you hear a loving word of rebuke from me right now? This is in Jeremiah chapter 31 and verse 29. It says, In those days they shall say no more, The fathers have eaten a sour grape, and the children's teeth are set on edge. But every one shall die for his own iniquity. Every man that eateth the sour grape, his teeth shall be set on edge. Now, that is a weird saying, and I think it's probably where we get our saying, uh, oh, that's just sour grapes, that we somebody seems to be bitter about something. And it's this idea that a whole generation is bitter about uh, they're blaming their circumstances on what their parents did or did not do. I want everybody under the sound of my voice to understand this imminent biblical, biblical principle. Every one of us will give an account for ourselves before God on Judgment Day. There will be no excuses on Judgment Day. We will not be able to blame society on Judgment Day. We will not be able to blame Mommy and Daddy on Judgment Day. We will not We will not be able to blame the educational system on Judgment Day. We will not be able to blame the police force on Judgment Day. We will not be able to blame politicians on Judgment Day. We will not be able to blame uh, our friends on Judgment Day. Day. We will not be able to blame the church on Judgment Day. We will not be able to blame the pastors on Judgment Day. My point is really simple. If you eat a sour grape, your teeth are set on edge, not somebody else's. And so if you don't like the circumstances that you're in right now, here's a wakey-wakey moment. Why don't you change it? Uh, John Wayne had a wonderful saying. He said, life is hard, and it's harder if you're stupid. And so if you do stupid and sinful things and judgment is beginning to be sort of unleashed in your life, instead of pointing the finger of blame at everybody in the world around you, perhaps you could look at your own life and change your life. I rather like the little girl. She kind of was in a bad mood and uh, she, her brother was, I guess, getting on her nerves. And so she just kind of laid into him. She took to pulling his hair. She took to, you know, smacking him a little bit and kicking his shins. And her mom came in the room and saw what was going on and pulled her aside and said, Now, sissy, why did you let the devil put it in your heart to kick Jimmy's shins? And she said, you know, pulling pulling Jimmy's hair might have been the devil's idea, but kicking his shins was my idea. Look, at least a little girl could pony up and uh, had a right understanding that it wasn't the devil's fault she was kicking her brother's shins. Um, Don't you sometimes get tired of playing the victim? Don't you sometimes get tired of blaming everybody in the world for the stuff that you know good and well in your heart you should not be doing? 
I'm responsible to speak the truth to the people that are around me. And before God, I have spent four decades doing exactly that. I have not held back speaking the truth to anybody that I know. I've communicated to everybody that Jesus Christ is coming back. There's going to be a judgment day and we we need to be ready. And the beautiful thing is Jesus Christ offers exactly what you need to be ready for judgment day. That's what the cross was all about. If you're confused about Judgment Day, you need to look back, maybe before you look forward. Go back to the future. Go back to Calvary, where Jesus Christ died on a cross for your sins because you owed a sin debt you couldn't pay. So he paid a sin debt he didn't owe. He died and shed his blood, his sacred blood, for you so that you could be declared forgiven and free, so that you could begin to walk in newness of life, so that you could begin to break free from the bondages that you find yourself in. Are you getting kind of tired of living in the bondage of sin? Aren't you tired of going from one sin habit to another sin habit to another sin habit? Aren't you tired of being manipulated by Satan and by your desires? Wouldn't you like to be set free? The Bible says if the Son makes you free, you're free indeed. That's beautiful. I want you to be free. I want you to know that God's got a wonderful plan for your life. He said, I've come that you might have life and you might have it more abundantly. But he doesn't mince words or hold back uh, the the dark side of things. He said in the verse before that, he, he said, This thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and destroy. But I've come that you might have life and might have it more abundantly. It's pretty easy for me to figure out which verse I'd like to live in. I want to live in the verse where I've got abundant life and and where I'm getting what Jesus wants for me, not what the devil wants for me. So um, if you're getting some bitter consequences in your life right now, stop blaming everybody else in the world for biting sour grapes and you getting your teeth set on edge. Uh, It's time to cowboy up or cowgirl up and accept responsibility and come before God confessing your sins. He'll wash you and cleanse you. He'll make you radically new persons called being born again. It's awesome. I wholeheartedly encourage you to do it. It'll change your life. Admit that you're a sinner. Believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins and confess him as Lord, supreme authority of your life and begin to live in a way that is well-pleasing to him. Because life is hard, and it's harder if you're sinful. Let's pray. Dear Lord God, I thank you for this day, and I thank you for these dear ones under the sound of my voice, God. (coughs) There are times that we need to hear an inconvenient truth. We need to hear that you are the good God of the universe, but you're too holy to look upon sin. And and Lord, you love us too much to allow us to live in these sinful, self-destructive patterns that we've gone on in our life. And God, there's someone to the sound of my voice. They have run and run and run and run. And God, the hound of heaven, your Holy Spirit has been pursuing them. And God, maybe they're getting tired of running. Help them to stop running and to turn to you. Help them to receive you as Lord and Savior of their life. Thank you for all that you've done. Watch out over them as they make this decision. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. I love you. And that's why I tell you an inconvenient truth, because I love you. God bless you.